From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, F is getting an origin movie. Prada is getting NFTs. And Tron is copying the biggest crypto F up in crypto history. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Tuesday, May 31st, 2022. I almost said 21 there. <laughs> I almost did. And by the time that gets winged out of me, it'll be 2023 already hope everybody had a great weekend a great three-day weekend if you're in the united states and if you didn't have a three-day weekend i hope you had a great saturday and sunday hope your monday went well and tuesday is gonna go great i can feel it i feel the vibes let's feel those crypto prices here comes the money here we go money talk and i'm recording this at 9 20 a.m eastern standard time we have bitcoin sin at 31,000. $651, up 4% in 24. It's up 8.3% in 7. Yay! Ethereum's at $1,968, up 4.5% in 24. Pretty much even in 7, though. But, again, yay! Tether's number 3, USDC is number 4, and BNB is number 5 at 319, up 1.6%. Rounding off the top 10, we have Cardano, up 18.9%, or 22% on the week. XRP is number 7, BUSD is number 8, Solana is number 9, and Dogecoin is number 10. Total market cap we're at 1.3 trillion, a BTC dominance of 46.1, and an F dominance of 18.2. And if you're curious what Terra is doing, the new Terra 2.0, it's up 47.8% in 24 hours. It's at $9.67. It's low in 24 hours was $6.38. It's high was $12. It's market cap is $2 billion. <laughs> I have some things to say about this later on the show, but now let's get to our coin of the day. Our coin of the day today is Synthetix, ticker SNX. Its price is $3.13. It's up 5.5% in 24. Its market cap is $359 million. Fully diluted is $664 million. 54% of SNX is in circulation. It's ranked number 104 on coin market cap. Its all-time high was a year ago, February 14th. 2021. It was $28.77. It's down 88% since then. It's up 10,000% from its all-time low set January 5th, 2019, which was 3.2 cents. You can buy it on Binance, Coinbase, Huobi, Bithum, and there you have it. So what is this Synthetix? <laughs> I can tell you what it is, though. I can tell you it's not an easy word to say. But Synthetix is a decentralized finance protocol that provides on-chain exposure to a wide variety of crypto and non-crypto assets. The protocol is based on the Ethereum blockchain and offers users access to high-liquid synthetic assets. The platform aims to broaden the cryptocurrency space by introducing non-blockchain assets, providing access to more robust financial markets. Well, that's Synthetix, ticker SNX, number 104 on CoinMarketCap.
Moving into today's news. Over the weekend, Dogecoin co-creator Jackson Palmer said in an interview with Australian's publications, Crikey, said that he wishes it was the end of crypto, but it's not. And he continued to say, increasingly, people are doing nothing but making money off of doing nothing, and that's kind of fucked up. Palmer was promoting his new podcast, Griftonomics. <laughs> Good name, actually. A name that also reflects his current criticisms of crypto. He says, in quote, I honestly thought that crypto would implode a bit more quickly, and people would learn their lesson. But increasingly, in the past six months, I've seen continued perseverance. You see these big people with their big money getting involved, and that means it's not slowing down. Palmer also shot down the idea that there might be a crypto winner around the corner, saying, in quote, I still see heaps of money being funneled in by crypto promoters. They're waiting for a fresh batch of fools to come in, and this happens in cycles. Basically, what he's saying here is he says that he sees a lot of crazy shit in crypto. Speaking of crazy shit, Terra 2.0, with freshly minted Luna tokens, are out there on exchanges, being bought and being sold. And apparently, everybody's okay with this. Apparently, Terra 2.0 has a capped supply of tokens at 1 billion. 210 million are out there being bought and sold and traded on exchanges. And let me put the asterisk next to the 1 billion tokens. Remember, they used to be able to print these out of nowhere, willy-nilly. Be careful. Actually, just don't even buy it. Just don't buy it. Don't be careful. This is not This is not cool. So like I said, there's a billion total supply of Terra 2.0, and 210 million are out there. So where are the rest of the tokens? Well, they're going to be airdropped in phases. Oh, speaking of some more crazy shit, Tron, the Justin Sun-led blockchain that launched in 2018, is now DeFi's third largest blockchain in terms of total value locked. According to DeFi Llama, the total value locked across Tron's nine different apps currently stands at almost $6 billion, up 44% over the past month. The two chains that are ahead of Tron are BNB and Ethereum. BNB has around $10.8 billion in locked value, and Ethereum has around $93 billion. So why is everybody bullish on Tron? Well, <laughs> their activity has been primarily driven by the launch of its new algorithmic stablecoin, promising double-digit returns. Uh, did we not just go through this? It's very similar to UST and Luna. So the rate of USDD on JustLend, a Tron native lending platform, is currently 23%. On other platforms like Sun, users can earn up to 64% for staking their USDD. Okay, <laughs> I just want to roll this back. This is not sustainable. If you're going to do this, you're probably going to lose your money eventually. All right? This is not financial advice. This is life advice. If you put your money into these locked platforms where you're going to get 23% or 64% or 180% or a billion percent, it's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. And this just pisses me off. Where is crypto self-regulation? Speaking of crypto self-regulation, here's what I want you to read today. How Terra's Collapse Could Prompt an International Wave of Crypto Regulations by writer of Decrypt, Colin Wu. If you tuned into the Decrypt Daily yesterday, you probably heard an interview with Stephen Graves and Camilo Russo, who is the author of The Infinite Machine, which is an origin story of Ethereum. Well, it's heading to the big screen, and it has a partner, Ridley Scott's production company, Scott Free. You guys know Ridley Scott, right? Alien, Aliens, the first episode of Raised by Wolves. Anyway, she says this, I always wanted to write a book in a way that read like fiction. I wanted to read like a novel. 
Despite that, I never really imagined that my book would be turned into a movie. My agent shopped around when the book was just published, but I didn't get any bites. Well, I guess you got some bites now, because we could see it, and we could watch the history, or at least a version of the history, on the big screen. I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, they do a good job. I wonder who they're going to have play Vitalik. Who do you guys think should play Vitalik? Matthew Arnett to Crypto.co. You know who I think should play Vitalik? Finn Wolford, who plays Mike Wheeler on Stranger Things. He's like tall and skinny and I don't know. I just think he might be a good fit. Really quick, I just want to say that I hope I don't sound too pissed off, too jaded, too skeptical of everything that I'm reading on the news these days. But after Doquan, Terra, Luna, UST, that whole fiasco, people losing their money, which I could have stomached. The thing that I can't stomach is that Luna 2.0 was able to launch and exchanges are allowing this to happen. And it just, it really just deflated my faith in this whole space. It deflated my faith in projects, in regulation, in the ability of people to call it out, in the ability of people in the space to say, hey, you're not welcome here because you just, you know, messed up a project or you're not capable, you're incompetent. And so I'm almost like, I don't know what to feel about this anymore. And it wasn't because the project failed. It wasn't because that we're trying to experiment. It wasn't because we're trying to innovate. It's because you failed and immediately launched something else and there's no underlining value again. And it's just taking people's money. And it pisses me off. I hope I don't sound too mad with all the other articles that I read. And if I do, let me know. Matthew, you're going to have to crypt.co. Besides Bitcoin, I'm also a big supporter of Ethereum, but everything else is really, really quickly falling off my radar. Ethereum's core developer Tim Bako shared news on Twitter last night that Ethereum's longest-lived proof-of-work testnet is moving to proof-of-stake. A new beacon chain has been launched today, and the merge is expected around June 8th on the network. Bako called the news a first dress rehearsal for miners. And so what is this proof-of-work testnet? Well, it was launched in 2016, and testnets are identical in every aspect to the mainnet and are used by developers to test smart contracts and decentralized applications. This testnet uses a valueless form of Ethereum and executes transactions and tests the code environment. Changes can be made to the testnet and not affect the Ethereum's mainnet. This is a consequence-free environment that gives developers key insights into any potential problems that might arise from their coding. And so this is why Ethereum is giving you bounties. So they want to make sure that people are testing the hell out of this. Because if they switch to proof of work and they find out there's a huge problem and everybody loses their money, well, then everybody lost their money. The thing goes down. Confidence is gone. Project is over. So they're paying up to a quarter million dollars. So you can go in there and try to hack it. Try to exploit it. Try to do whatever you want. Try your best to steal. Try your best to fraud or spoof or hack. And they'll pay you because they want to find out to make sure that this is safe when it launches. And finally today, we know that Gucci and Balenciaga, they're taking crypto for their merch in some of their stores around the world. Well, Prada was like, you know what? We're going to try to do it better. We're going to make NFTs. So Prada is joining the crowd by launching 100 Ethereum NFTs this Thursday to go along with their Time Capsule apparel release. So buyers of this Prada gear will get an NFT airdrop to them. So what is this product gear? It's a unisex button-down shirt, and it comes in black or white. And it has a corresponding NFT, and it'll be airdropped to you, and it's a GIF, and it'll be either a black or white pill capsule. So if you want to spend a lot of money on a product shirt, you can now get a product NFT with it. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts. Like, subscribe, share, leave us a comment. And if you're on Spotify, smash that five stars. 
And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.